Hello, baby. I have a pitch for you. Tell me. Well, you we're all on this, so okay. <clears throat> we're on Hollywood Shark Tank right now, of course. It's the name of yeah. the podcast, Hollywood Shark Tank. I'm your host, Spencer. Okay. Um, Pitch it to me. Uh, well, you're you're gonna have to help me out because the movie, of course, is called movie? Rise of the Tummyverse. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're okay. Doing Rise of the Tummyverse, and oh, that's I right. think that's right, of course. And I, I think we should start it off, you know, just with elevator pitch. Give me the tagline because you and MJ independently came up with an incredible tagline for this movie. Well, I thought we we made the tagline for uh, are we adapting this? It's a, it's or, a okay. How about that takes place in the extended Tummyverse okay. cinematic universe? Okay, so, okay. The extended Tummyverse. But let's All just right. hear the tagline. I, I think okay. that we can mix these two concepts together. Let me let me get in the let me get in the uh, the the mood. Yeah. In a world. Where forks are women, and knives are men. <laughs> the, the spoon, spoon stars in, in the bread. <laughs> so that this is the bread, and it's like the this is the the like Iron Man one that's gonna set up. Oh, okay, um, this is two thousand eight. The, the, yeah. This is two. Th- yeah, welcome to two thousand eight. Guess what? Okay. Well, Economy's okay. in the shitter. Obama. <laughs> I just, he's a president now, and things are about to change over here. We okay. walk, we walk, <coughs> we're, the, the, and so, again, the bread is setting the whole thing up. It's um, leading into the Avengers-style mega-sequel entitled Into the Tummyverse. And so our concept with this cinematic universe... It, wait, hold on. Is it is it the bread colon Into the Tummyverse? Well, I'm thinking the bread, like I said, it's like the Iron Man. So it's like maybe either the bread or the spoon is the character that we introduce who later shows up in Into the Tummyverse. The spoon is the actor. The spoon is the actor. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, is that the spoon is playing the bread? Wait, is this? We should have we should have made sure that we all understood the concept of the movie (laughs) before we're pitching it to a studio. But I let's roll with it. Yes, and I'm yes anding this. I mean, the spoon has been in a bunch of bad stuff lately, and this is his turnaround. This is his turnaround. Oh, the spoon was addicted to drugs, uh, like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, what do you think the spoon is used for? (laughs) Oh no! Oh my God! It's okay. I love right. Is that crack? It's crack. Well, (laughs) it's it's for cereal. It's for Lucky Charms. It's a real Lucky drug. Charms? He, yeah, Lucky to, Charms. To cereal. Oh, Lucky Charms could be in this the Tummyverse movie. Anyway, I wanted to just make it clear. The Tummyverse is is the, the is from my understanding is the place where everything in your tummy goes after you eat it. It's like an alternate dimension, but also utensils and uh, other kitchen <laughs> things are in there so we I can know. I was gonna say, like, but I'll, some people probably eat spoons and knives, so that we can just like they're sword swallowers. Why aren't there fork swallowers? You know what I'm saying? Well, are, are there spoons in this? You know, you know what I mean? Because in a world where forks are women, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, like you know, like I'll, like Robert Downey Jr. exists, but well, there are still I, other I, men. I thought it was more like a well, like a Superman sort of thing, because it's like with a spoon be see, like I an th- alien, you know. 
I'm a pretty this woke moon. guy, so I thought of okay. it as like a like a like you know. And a gender, woke hasn't even gen- been invented yet. This is yeah, well, exactly. Pretty, so pretty, I was like, woke. you know, gender expression, right? You think you think yeah. the only two things are are forks and knives, but you got the spoon, you know. Uh-huh. And, and I mean, I think, think of what that, the right wingers are going to say about this. It's it's like it reminds me of Joe Biden, who is currently vice president, but in the future, I have yeah. a feeling that he's going to be running for president, and someone's going to ask him. Um, how many genders there are, and he's going to answer at least three, Jack. And so that's kind of maybe he's like teasing forks, into the knives. yeah forks, knives, and spoons, the three genders. Yeah, um, the bread. But I really think there's so much we can do with this because you can, like I said, the we're we're getting food in there, so you could have sequels about apple or pear uh, or veggie vegetables. I'm just naming produce right now, but there's so egg, milk, ketchup. <laughs> Cheese. Um, <laughs> we already got bread, actually. Cheese. We're just making, we're um, just making sandwiches. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you can so have these... Coffee Cup, the movie. <laughs> Everybody uses Coffee Cups. How come it's not a fucking movie? I'm just saying the, you're, tell- you're leaving money on the table. You're telling me that individually they're they're having these movies. Yeah, there's going to be individual movies, to and it's going to set up the end of uh, the Tummyverse. Yeah, it has to lead up to Avengers. Well, who's the bad guy in the Tummyverse? Who do you think is the bad guy? Well, I okay. So the funny thing is, I drew. I I, I wish I could find it, but I actually drew the poster for this movie. I remember. Oh, I remember perfect. That. Can you describe and, it? And yeah, I, I I remember it very distinctly. So on the on both sides, you got like scared knives and 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 forks. You know, men and uh-huh. women. <laughs> yeah. And then in the middle, the you urban, have yeah. you have a spoon like staring like you know it's like a, it's like one of those like adventure movies like he's staring at something right like so yeah. it's like he's back, and then you have. You have a bread, but its okay. mouth, its mouth is stained silver because it's eating the utensils and it's melting them. Which is why it's yeah. So the movie is that like it's 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 antagonist title. It's the bread is the bad guy. Yeah. It's like it's okay. it's alien, but it's the bread. Exactly. I know that we we still have five minutes left on this cold open by the way yeah, i know we have a topic to get to afterwards i could talk for probably six hours about into the tummy verse and the extended tummy cinematic universe i thought we were gonna start with like a fraser crane like like cold open you know like like uh like call like a caller calling in well hey we could do that right before we introduce the topic okay i just right. remember over the weekend little bite peep behind the curtain over the weekend we were talking about this irl no content just friends having a chat and we were we were having fun talking about into the tummy verse and we were like we got to bring this up on the next podcast mm-hmm. and so here it is folks it's our pitch i think the bad guy is like uh, an antacid or something i don't because it, it uh the stomach acid you know <laughs> wait so the st- what is the stomach in this? Like, what is this? It's the it's the doorway to the tummy verse. Is the is the is the stomach also alive? It I think it should be actually. I wasn't gonna, <laughs> it wasn't going to be, but I think there it would be kind of fun if there was like a stomach that had two little legs and arms. Oh, um, I thought was oh, walking around. I thought oh, it hold was, on, I I thought it was like an Ozzy and Drake situation here. I, yeah, I thought it was like like the world is alive. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like like they're in the tummy. The tummy is alive. Well, it's it's kind of meta, and maybe like now we're you know getting into like a sausage party territory. You can have like Seth Rogen or something. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Isn't that isn't did we just do that movie? Or no, oh my we're, god, we're not or we're not doing that movie. 
I literally forgot I mean, that that movie existed until now. I mean, but maybe in that, w- in that movie, though, bought, okay. the humans yeah. are like demons that like eat everything, right? So like they already have they're that monsters, like the antagonist. Yeah. Yeah, they're monsters. So, like, the bread is a monster. Well, I guess the difference is in, in into the tummy verse. I feel like the food would want to be in the tummy verse because then they could hang out with all their friends. Or is it a lesson sort of thing where it's like regular people are the real monsters? I mean, maybe maybe this is like a this is what do you call it? Like you, the food dies, but they they yeah. enter the tummy verse. Like this is this is like it's, it's like almost, heaven. It's almost an allegory. It's like the opposite of Dante's Inferno. This is like what yeah. happens in heaven. This is a, this is a, this is a heaven adventure. Okay, maybe we could, if we wanted to keep humans as the bad guys, maybe we could make it a thing where... I can't believe we uh, just made food uh, there's, isekai. <laughs> there's, a, there's a dimensional portal in between the tummyverse and the human universe. And, okay, here's the conflict. Here's the conflict. <laughs> okay, the, tummy, the, the food and the kitchen utensils and everything else that we mentioned from yeah. the tummyverse enters the real world. And then over in the real world... We realize, holy shit! My bread and my cereal and my ketchup are all set sentient. I can't make my favorite ketchup cereal sandwich anymore, and all the humans start starving to death because they feel too guilty about eating food. Which is, I mean, that's what humans would do. That's why everyone is a, ve- a vegan because they feel too bad about eating uh, living things. So of course, but no one would want to eat food if it was living. You're saying food. You know, vegans don't eat meat, so like. And, the, and I'm saying and that things. everyone on Earth is a vegan because no one would ever eat a living thing. That's but, a crazy but, thought. But, but in this Into the Tummy thing, wouldn't like a celery be alive? Well, that, that's what that, I'm saying. No, I'm saying die, that. Said, yeah, all, all humans. So they go, they go from being vegan to not eating at all. Not eating at all, exactly. And that's the conflict. You yeah, I don't know humans... if it's like. You don't think humans would like get like like IV protein, you know, like 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 synthetically made stuff, or does that therefore become alive? I think it would probably maybe it would also become all, alive. All consumables what, become alive. What? Okay, you're starting to lose me on this crazy. This yeah, okay. All, well, wool, all consumables. Wool work. Maybe this will be. I feel like we could do a bonus episode that no this one, is crazy. everyone's gonna hate. But yeah, the worst. I, one. I'm having so much fun talking about this. <laughs> Um, but I feel like Into the Tummyverse is going to keep coming up, guys. We're going to keep polishing this this little turd, and it's going to become a, the shiniest. It's going to become beautiful. But turds are turds alive? Are they like zombies? Maybe turds maybe? are the bad guys because yeah, they're leaving the Tummyverse. <laughs> they've they've committed heresy, and so they yeah, they're and the they've been and exiled from the Tummyverse. And they 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 just like how. Like we we poop out, uh huh. Like of course poop right because we're yeah. done it's using waste. them. It's the, yeah, we're done using it's the waste. Poop, it's so. no, yeah, it's it's waste. But they want to return. They want to return because but because they don't feel like they've they it's feel like the they still have a purpose. To eat poop. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, that's that. Yeah, I guess that's so. the natural conclusion, right? <laughs> I, I mean, there's the other way to go back in. Right back up, the way back they up. came. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But this they don't is... realize that that's what kills the Tummyverse because it's tearing the fabric literally of the Tummyverse. I feel like most people, most of our listeners are really going to hate the first 11 minutes of this podcast. The, and this I got to say, this, this, this is supposed is, to be I like one of the, the most thing we've ever done. And this is supposed to be like one of the ones people look forward to because people have been asking for this episode. Perfect. <laughs> I want. We've, I'm we've glad people them. have to listen to this. It's, now. it's like you have to watch 
like you have to watch uh, Aquaman to know what happens in the DCEU, right? Yeah, like you, have- you have to you have to watch the uh, the short film about two volcanoes who have sex in order to see Frozen Two or something. Well, it wasn't Frozen Two; it was, I think, Wreck It Ralph Two, maybe. No, I don't know. And that one's okay. That one's based on a real life thing. Oh, two volcanoes. <laughs> No, like they're they're caricatures of the singer and his wife. Oh, okay. I don't it's supposed to be a nice thing, and then they anthropomorphize them as Hawaiian like islands. Yeah. I was I was Spencer just doing a bit here. What? Come Spencer on, Spencer hates Hawaiians. <laughs> okay, should I have said uh, you have to watch a short about an old man playing chess by himself or something? Is that better? yeah? That that's better because he's white. You gotta punch. You gotta punch di- uh, up instead of punching La- down. Spencer, come on now. And I guess punching. I mean, uh, punching at volcanoes is the ultimate punching up because they're so huge. I think you would lose that 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 fight. So if I was punching a volcano, I'd probably lose my hand. So what I about wanna... those? What about those guys who are like, you know, I could fight a bear. How could, what about like, could you fight a volcano? <laughs> yeah, I could beat a volcano. I don't think I can fight a volcano. Yeah, give me a gun. Oh, hold on. A... One more diversion before we get on the episode. Okay. This, this was a couple weeks ago, actually, but uh, on Twitter, um, it, it was going it was going crazy. People, one half of people saying that anyone who thought that I'll just ask the question: Do you guys think that with pilots, uh, with like help from air traffic control, you could land a plane in an emergency situation? Like not even like do you one hundred percent think you do it, but do you think you have? Do you at least think you have a shot at doing it? Um, do you have? Are you capable? I think so. I think I I think with with the help of air traffic controller, I've heard that they made those things easy to land. I think I have a shot. Also, also you know, not to pull the whole like game game video games help you in real life and stuff, but yeah, we we've played a lot of games where we're just verbally telling each other instructions and we that's true we're, we're pretty okay <laughs> yeah i think i think i got th- i think i would get this i think i would get, I would get this it. yeah uh ethan do you do you are you do you have faith in yourself i have i have some faith you have some faith yeah would you would also... you find would you find that those clothes suit you professor langdon Ooh. okay what are we, when are we going to talk about that movie <laughs> Uh, that, like that, next that bonus episode? episode probably should we watch all of them and do it all in one movie and then make a bunch of um no he doesn't make predictions <laughs> he doesn't make predictions <laughs> of the movie he just recognizes symbols that's kind of what we do with fashion yeah we we look at stuff uh We're fashion we... symbologists whoa why don't we describe ourselves as menswear symbologists well, yeah, why don't we? Um, <laughs> we can fight the fashion Illuminati. Can I, can I take Yeah, that? I feel like you're going to change your bio right now. <laughs> fashion symbologist. Yeah, uh, anyway, we're, we're like 15 minutes in here. Welcome, yeah, everyone, to Style Direction, a menswear podcast about the stuffiness. I am one of your hosts, Ethan M. Wong. I'm Spencer Adi, uh, also host of... What was the thing I said at the beginning? Hollywood something? The Hollywood Hills. Anyway, that's my other show. MMJ. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. And uh, today we're talking, like we said, you guys have been asking for this episode, and today we are talking about my good friend, Dr. Fraser Crane. Niles. Sherry Niles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are other things? Hello, Bart. Um, I- I've got to sit in my chair. <laughs> oh, is that Marty? I've got a dog. Yeah. Eddie, oh my god, Eddie, where are you? Uh, 
I'm a psychic. <laughs> That's right. They dropped Daphne, that, though. Daphne Moon. Actually, they bring yeah. it back in, like, season... You know, they, they kind of reference it a little bit. Okay. Um, there's also... Uh, how, do you, how do you... I'm Roz Doyle. I got a sexy voice. Yeah. I'm Roz. And I'm, I'm man-crazy. But, sure. Dad, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> but Dad... Did The Simpsons ever visit... <laughs> Sure. Well, they ever visit Seattle? Okay, so here's a here's 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 some of the good trivia here. So there's an yeah. episode where where um where uh, Homer tries oh, to be that's smart, right. I actually know and so this. they they make yeah. him they do it like electroshock therapy and make him watch Frasier. And if he says that's like something dumb, they they shock him until he starts getting Frasier. Hmm. And then oh, you gonna... have the other part of it where uh, Robert Terwilliger. Ter, 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 is it ter, it's Terwilliger yeah it's Terwilliger Sideshow Bob yeah. who hates Bart Simpson but. it actually says it actually says the Bart the you know the. that's right and then you have uh, his brother um, Sideshow Cecil played by uh-huh. David Hyde Pierce and yeah. then their father played by Pat, uh, uh, Patrick Mahoney just like uh, Martin Crane so there you go I was uh, gonna say go. Uh, Frasier did actually appear on The Simpsons. This is not a joke. Um, but it was not voiced by Kelsey Grammer. Uh, there is an episode where they go to Boston and he visits the Cheers bar. And oh, they shit. Got, they got every other voice, but it's it's uh, an impressionist doing Kelsey Grammer. Is it, I don't know. I don't know if it? that is before. I, I don't. I, I think it's just one of The Simpsons voice actors. But I'm, I'm assuming Harry Shearer. I was got Harry Shearer. I, d- I don't know the ep- I could look it up on IMDb, but I'm not going to bother. But <laughs> okay. um, I, I'm like pretty. I'm. I don't know if it happened before or after they started. They introduced Sideshow Bob, but it's 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 funny that that's the one voice that they didn't get. They were like, oh, can't get can't get uh, Kelsey this week, I guess. Yeah, I I wish I like looked up every. <laughs> every pop culture reference to Frasier. Uh, mm-hmm. Just just to know what I mean, all, all I know is, um, I, I wrote this in the notes here, so before I have ever watched Frasier, I knew it from the jokes from The Simpsons. Um, yeah. And because I, I thought that Sideshow Bob was such a hilarious character. I mean, like like a fancy bad guy, right? And who always gets foiled by this like skateboarding, cowabunga-ing kid. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have the 30 Rock joke, where... Um, they said they say something like, "Oh, it's gonna blow up like Black Frasier," and they're like, "What the hell is Black Frasier?" Like, "Oh yeah, it was pretty big. It was on BET between seven and eight o'clock." And then it cuts to just, um, like, you you would kind of assume like it's like you know maybe it's like a racial joke, but it's literally just yeah. Frasier with with black actors. And it's and then, fruity and precocious. Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. So the guy says like, "Oh, Niles, you must try this Beaujolais. It's fruity and precocious." And then. And then a guy playing Marty goes like, "I know what's fruity and precocious," and so it's just like, I'm like, "Oh, it's kind of funny." Like I, I got yeah. the vibe of Frasier from watching that little clip. Well, um, I feel like the right. I feel like that's like that's when the writers would have fun, like the Thirty Rock writers, just being like, "Okay, let's just write a like a straight scene from Frasier, <laughs> like not like like a like you know like uh, playing it up or anything, just writing a Frasier scene." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think I like it when shows kind of do that, like kind mm-hmm. of like like the Curb doing just Seinfeld for like an episode. No, I I love my favorite parodies are the ones that are played like incredibly straight. Like yeah. I love those like those parodies a lot when it's like you you can tell that they actually uh, put a lot of work into like replicating the original. 
I mean, I obviously, mean, like, Documentary Now or something, like... Oh, yeah, exactly. Play, yeah. Plays it's, it up a little bit. But, like, you know, something like... like the, well, the, the Rex or, Harrison like, um, one, the, the jazz one, I think, is played kind of straight. I mean, like, the premise yeah. is silly, but it's it's really good. Um, or then, like, uh, like Black Dynamite is one of my other favorites, which is, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. like, a parody of, like, 70s black exploitation movies, but it looks exactly like a 70s black exploitation movie. Yeah. Um, but hey, we're you know hey maybe we'll have some some episode on comedy in general. Uh, yeah. But we're yeah we're talking about Frasier and this is so yeah mm-hmm. like I said earlier this is like one of my favorite shows. In fact, it might be like my biggest comfort show. Like I think that this is this is a show I can like jump in and watch anytime. Um, I think that you could maybe see that about like Thirty Rock, um, mm-hmm. but like in that one Thirty Rock I kind of. I like it for specific jokes, you know. I think like there's a lot of like parody stuff in there, um, and characters that I like. But with Frasier, I kind of just like I just like watching the whole thing. I think it's just really, yeah. I think it's really good. Um, and I started watching it um, after, um, yeah, in college, I believe. I think I started like I think I watched it first from like one of those like watch Frasier online dot tv or dot com websites movies. And then, um, yeah, one of the movies. And then I watched. Uh, it came on Netflix at some point. Then I watched it there. And unfortunately, now it's on Hulu. At least at the time of yeah, recording. Hulu. And uh, you know, I have to watch it with ads. Um, and, and sometimes, ad blocker fails. <laughs> Hulu ads fucking suck. Those yeah, are they're so the worst bad. ones. They need to have a frequency cap on them. Like they need to stop it. You know, at least give me something new each time. Yeah. I like yeah, I'm getting like yeah, the same ads every commercial break. It's making me actively not want to buy the products. And also, here's the other thing. I can't even remember what the ads were for now. And I was watching episodes like literally probably 4 hours yeah. ago. Yeah. So um, I watched 10 of so, 10 of them in the whole the whole binge. And didn't, yeah, did not stick in my mind. Did not stick. <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, I've always been told, like, I guess my mom said, like, I, I would enjoy Frasier. And, and this is, Frasier's not really a show that she actually, like, watched. Like, she watched The Simpsons. She watched, like, Friends. And, um, oh, shit. Uh, Will and Grace and stuff like that. Oh, there you go. Um, and so I was kind of, like, you know, I was kind of in the minority. I mean, you guys didn't really watch Frasier on your own. Um, I mean, I don't think... Many people uh, our age watch Frasier. Yeah, I remember being uh, on a trip and someone asked me, like, what do you, like I think I was in an Uber. And they're like, what are you going to do? And like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to, like, watch Frasier. And they're like, but you're not from here. And I'm like, at the time, I didn't really go drinking. I was, like, on a solo trip. So I was kind of just like, I wanted, like, to relax. Yeah. And so, but the, the, the Uber driver thought that was so weird that I was um, uh, watching Frasier in my free time. But it's... Mm-hmm. It really is a show that I think is like perfect. It's like it's like it feels like me, and I don't mean that to be like too fruity and precocious. Um, but I remember like one of the other times, right? It was when when Big Bang Theory came out, and like that was like you know watching. It came out at the same time as like Thirty Rock and like Parks and Rec and everything. And I think the difference there was that like Parks and Rec and Thirty Rock were were, were funny and they were good, but. I had like no lifestyle tied to them. I didn't. I mean, I was in high school. I didn't. I didn't work in the film or the TV industry. I didn't work in you know local government, and but I still liked those plots and those jokes. With Big Bang Theory, I you know I knew the references, but I didn't like the lives that those guys lived. Yeah. Even though you could argue that I'm still closer to that. You know, I think the jokes weren't yeah, as you funny. You are a nerd that lives in Pasadena. 
I mean, literally, it's the closest thing to my life that I uh-huh. that I actually have, you know, where we play, you know, games online and everything, you know. But, but yeah, but then watching Frasier, it was like, this is it. And obviously, I don't, I don't have, I'm not a radio psych, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical person. But um, something I realized recently after like watching it uh, again for like the, you know, 20th time all the way through is how much I feel like my life has gotten closer to this thing. And I don't know if that's because it's like I'm getting older and I'm becoming an adult and Frasier, like the Simpsons, like it, it was already joked that it was an adult show, like a, like a, like a grown up show, I mean. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about it, where Frasier just wears a suit to hang around the house, he spends most of his time in a coffee shop with his friends talking he goes to the symphony for fun. I watched, there's one part where like, you know, there's this episode where they, um, the whole thing is that they, they see this author of like one of their favorite books when they were in high school and the guy only wrote one thing and they're trying to find a way to talk to him because they, they want to tell him how much the book means to him. But there's one like cold open, right? Where they're coming back from a, from a, from presumably what is a museum. Cause they're just talking about like, Oh, that was so great. And preacher goes, yes, you know, I never, I have to contemplate a sad peach, and they go, yeah, and then, and then, and then they get like you know they they be, they go from that to being kind of like bros because they, afraid she goes like you know who's, you know who's got a good peach that curator, and, and, then <laughs> and Niall says like there's nothing cubist about her figure, and it's just like it's so stupid, but I'm like that's kind of funny, yeah. like it's it's you know it's a dumb it's nerdy like, joke, um, but it's 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 the the higher end of of middle brow, I guess, or uh, yeah, maybe I, the higher the, the the higher end of lower, lower brow, middle high yeah. yeah, lower middle brow. I don't lower, know. Like it's like it's like dumb jokes, but you like you know you you need to have like fucking I don't know read more books. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things. Of the, the references, yeah, but it's like I think it's like even if you don't know it, I think it's just the way that they deliver it is just so funny. Yeah, because like also because the joke, it's like it is kind of maybe you know bringing it to like Big Bang Theory. Like there's uh, it could be just like a joke of that, like you know like that show i i actually have not watched much big bang theory so maybe i'm wrong but i feel like there's jokes in that that rely on scientific jargon that don't necessarily need the the viewer to understand the jargon right yeah it's, it's just it's like the, seeing it's these delivery. nerds yeah, yeah say this jargon and it's probably the same thing with fraser because yeah even if you're more like martin uh you can still like look at these <laughs> two fucking these liberal pansies talking about lattes or whatever yeah, like like the whole and the whole situation is Balzac? funny. That's crazy. <laughs> what? Balzac? Did they ever talk about Balzac on that show? I don't think so. I don't oh, okay. Know. I, you know that would have been be too low for. Al. Yeah. Okay. But they'll they'll say something like um, <laughs> like there's there's a scene where Roz is is talking about how like you can tell how a man is good in bed by how he drinks his coffee. And it, it it's like you can see Niles next to her, like like blowing his his latte because it's too hot. Yeah. And no, he I'm goes, talking about the. I'm talking about. Okay, go on. Well, I was gonna say like you talk about lowbrow humor. He he says, "Hey, I'm just trying to blow a foam hole." There you and go. then I mean that's kind of clearly a funny thing, you know. Well, no, I was talking about the playwright Balzac. Oh, I know. I'm just. I know, yeah, but I was okay. gonna say like maybe they wouldn't do that because that's too low hanging fruit. But then oh, I, like okay. I thought of the whole foam hole thing, so I feel like yeah. ah, maybe they would have done that joke, you know? Um, but yeah, I I really enjoy the show. And something again, something that I've I've kind of noticed upon like watching it through the pandemic a couple of times is that like 
I actually really like how they dress, and we're we're gonna dive into their attire in a second. But mm-hmm. um, you know, at first I was like, oh, it's it's funny because they're just frou frou guys, you know. And I guess at the time when I first watched it, I didn't really, I didn't even drink coffee or alcohol, and now it's even funny that I do all these things. And as as uh, some people who know me well will remember. I can't drink cocktails because of like the syrup and the sugar. It makes me so, it gives me an upset tummy. So I have upset to now tummy. drink wine yeah. if I want to drink. And it's why wouldn't I drink sherry, which is a sweet, you know, like a dessert wine, which go. is really yeah. nice. So it's it's kind of coming full circle here. Um, and again, I'll get into the clothing thing, but in a second. But uh, but what about you guys? So you guys hadn't watched it, but like you guys watched a couple episodes in preparation for this. What were your guys' yeah. thoughts? Um, yeah, I liked it. This. I mean, I liked it. I don't. Uh, I I I don't watch that much TV. I guess I watch more movies than TV. I think. Um, but I I do like this show. It's one of those things where uh, I might start just watching this as like you know a background noise show or whatever. It would have been better uh, if it's not on Hulu or if I owned it or something, so I didn't have to watch the fucking ads. Um, but no, I like it. I like it's it's got a high joke density, which I think is good. I think we might have talked about this on the podcast, but neither of us are really big fans of like the modern trend in like TV comedies, like adult comedies where it's all just like sad adults who like are going to therapy or something. Yeah. Um looking at you, and- Bojack Horseman. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, I, I so I appreciate just like kind of a high joke density, and yeah, just like, just like jokes, like just solid jokes, you know. Um, it's it's a pretty good show. I thought David Hyde Pierce is uh, really really funny. I don't know he said he's a he's a great physical comic, uh, and I uh, I loved his. Like the the episode of that uh, that you recommended, Ham Radio, where they do like a radio play. Mm. Um, really, really funny deliveries in that, that one. Was, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember reading somewhere, and this 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 might be a myth at this point because I just, I don't remember, I couldn't find the actual article, but I was saying that like you know, they they had a lot of people to try out for Niles, and the thing mm-hmm. that made David Hyde Pierce uh, win the role was his um, his slapstick. Like it was just yeah. so good, um, and it's even funnier because when you watch The Simpsons. Um, the reason why um, Cecil tries to have revenge on Bob, even though they're siblings, is because it was actually Cecil that was trying out to be Krusty's sideshow clown, mm. but he was too stiff, um, <laughs> or he, he was trying too hard, and then they they threw a random pie at, at Bob, who was just standing there, wearing a suit and smoking a cigarette, and then people laughed more at Bob, so they gave Bob the job, and that's and it's just really funny. To kind of, I, I wonder, it, it has to be a little bit of like a meta example of like, you know, of uh, Kelsey Grammer and, and David Hyde mm-hmm. Pierce, um, but it's really true. De- uh, Niles is just, it's he's, he's so funny. Like, um, I was I'm watching like season like seven right now, or eight, and that's like when when uh, Daphne, um, in real life, uh, Jane leaves becomes pregnant, and unfortunately they do write they write her off the show for for hiatus uh, as a fat joke, which is again not didn't really age too well. But the scene where she falls over and he's trying to pick her up, it's just so funny because he's like he's a noodle and he's just he's trying all of these like weird positions and it's yeah. and you know I was watching it with Isabel and even though Isabel you know agreed that it's not the best thing that you know to to make it seem like she's eating uh, out of guilt or whatever, 
it is funny to see him try, you know, and yeah. it's just, he's just, he's just really funny. I mean, everyone is really good. Like, 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 um, Patrick Mahoney, like, uh, Marty, his, he's got a lot of like funny, like his cane movements. Like it's so good. Oh, yeah. And like when he, like <laughs> in that scene where again, Daphne falls over, uh, he walks into the room and, 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 and Niles is like, Oh, a Daphne fell on something and we're trying to pick her up. And he goes, Oh my God, where's Eddie? Eddie, where are you? And uh-huh. he's like, he's like scurrying around with his cane. And then when he, Eddie walks out, he goes, Oh, I was just thinking he ran out the door you know and it's huh. just it's just so good like his, his yeah. comic delivery and i i think it's because i mean uh, at least david hyde pierce and patrick mahoney were both uh stage actors and so there is this kind of like exaggeration that you that tends to come with you know a, with acting and on, on those mediums and um it translates really well to comedy mm-hmm. um but mj what about you what did what did you think i mean i know that maybe you and i had watched a little bit of it you know when we've hung out but this is your first time like watching like multiple episodes in a row here yeah what, what were your thoughts of of fraser dr fraser crane i mean like in relation to us i guess just the silliness right and just the kind of it's, uh, yeah it's very it's the, a very silly show and like the like i guess the i don't know what you call it like the reactive humor and like all the all the the scenarios is like you know me and who and it's me and ethan and spencer <laughs> so yeah yeah it's you know watching them act i feel like it's not not to be like that's you know like the whole drive thing that that's totally me kind of a stuff but like uh-huh. i you know when when a lot of the comedy is just kind of being silly or absurd and it's very dialogue driven i feel like that's it's i think i think i can ident- identify with that you know yeah. and i and something I've also realized too is, um, I've always been like a pompous, you know, very very pompous guy, and I feel like watching Frasier, it's like, and I think you guys know it too, like like we kind of, we all take turns playing up our pompous. I mean, the whole podcast, uh-huh. we're we're fucking we're fruity and precocious, like we're talking the whole podcast about wearing suits and and stuff. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So there's there is this idea that you know we're kind of putting on airs a little bit, uh, but it's it's still it's still in jest and you know just like in the show, even though Fraser has his moment, like he's still a good like they're all like really good people, like they're all really nice, they're all very caring, um, even though uh, again Fraser does whole does the whole if anyone says oh, I know who you are even if that's meant to be an insult he goes oh it's always nice to meet a fan yeah. <laughs> it's like huh. I, I I I definitely do that like yeah. there's the whole like oh I wonder if they read the blog, um, but yeah I mean did you I'm, I'm sure you guys thought of this too but like podcast radio like that's that is yeah, kind of us yeah. right like we're kind of exactly. <laughs> if we had a call-in component which we kind of did for our stream a little bit you know it's like hello everyone i'm listening um i feel like that that kind of that kind of tracks you we know should, yeah we should we should do a call-in show we shouldn't because those are really hard to do but so so would um, both of you guys be fraser and i'd be ross <laughs> well that's really funny i mean i was like i was hanging out with one of my female friends today yeah. at a boba shop and she was talking about dating and i'm like in my and again i had just watched a couple episodes and in my head i'm like is she my Roz? like is she because she's <laughs> like because i mean the the joke and this i don't mean this to be i don't mean this to be the slut shaming way but there is a lot of jokes about like Roz's man eaterness and very boy hungry but she's not it's not like she's desperate she just, because she, she is successful but she's, and I, I think actually Isabel mentioned this. Girl like, has her needs. And I think it's kind of fun where Isabel noticed that. She's like, I like that. Like, even though, again, there is a little bit of slut shamey jokes, especially when Niles makes fun of Roz, there is that aspect of it. But she does like that there is a, like, a very clearly horny female character on a show. And mm-hmm. you don't, 
you don't really get like she and Ross is still like maybe not sophisticated, but she is still a pretty successful woman, you know, and she yeah. becomes a single mom later on in the series. Like she she gets pregnant and the guy like he he's like a he's like a grad student or something like that, but she's like, you know, it's fine, I can raise him raise her on my own. I think that's great. I think it's really cool. Um I think that you also, you know, you have Daphne who is like at the time, I mean, it maybe it might look bad now with like, oh, woman servant, but like at the time, yeah. most English characters were like butlers, and they don't really have a lot of characterization outside of that. But then you get, you get um, Daphne, who is you know a female character who becomes part of the family basically, but it's also like she's got a lot of dimension to it. She is a physical therapist, and you know, and the whole thing with the show, just kind of like in Big Bang Theory to an extent, is like everyone does make fun of each other a lot in the show. So, like, mm-hmm. even, again, even though Frasier is, is, you know, that they have all of these, you know, that he's rich, especially Niles as well, a lot of the jokes are on them, mm-hmm. you know? And, 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 like, you know, Marty and Roz and Daphne are, you know, you could say that they're more simple people, but they mm-hmm. usually come out on top because they don't get in their own way, you know? Like, there's... It, it is just Frasier and Niles making their own situations worse right there's yeah. like i mean mj said that they he watched the uh, the dinner party episode where they just a lot of it's like trying to save face right yeah. like they're just they go back and forth with like moving dates and like getting people on to like you know I to mean, classic and, sitcom stuff yeah but there's something about like it's it's not just I, the, the addition of like them being such highbrow people just makes it even funnier you know it's mm-hmm. not like oh I'm in high school and I asked two girls out on a, on a date it's now you have Frasier you know who is trying to break up with someone because he doesn't think he thinks that you know the, the situation's too sexual and he goes over there and she's you know he's like oh you know maybe we don't have anything in common and he finds out that she's a fine artist. She's a sculptor, and he's like, "Oh my god, we do have something in common." And he goes, "No, that's not enough. I gotta, you know, I, I, it can't. We gotta have more than that." So he goes over to break up with her, and then she changes out of her like her smock, and she just she's just wearing like a tank top, and like her hair is all messy. And he's like, "Good lord!" And then he has to like have sex with her. So it's there. There is like, yeah, I mean, I get it. There's a whole thing of like, oh, do I just want her for her body? But like again, the the fact that Frasier is Frasier, it's just, it just, it's just so good, you know? Um, but I think that, you know, I can't imagine there were a lot of, like, fancy characters. I mean, you had, like, Mr. Sheffield, who I guess is kind of like a Frasier-esque character. Yeah. But, he, I mean, there's, he, yeah. I, I will say there has been so much TV. That's true. Uh, so I don't want to, I don't want to make too many generaliz- generalizations, because uh, the, the this week on, on Twitter has just been, people kind of uh bringing back to the public consciousness i guess or at least those who follow the same people i do on twitter um all these like obscure tv shows with just absolutely like batshit premises yeah um so there there was one that was good called my my mother the car which is a 60s tv show about (laughs) a woman who dies and reincarnates into a a 1920s automobile isn't that Um, there's a there's a death car movie. There's like a horror car movie. I there's think. A, there's a couple. That sounds like an there's a couple of death car movies. Also, it's, that sounds. Uh, I think it's that's a like a real TV show. It starts <laughs> Dick Van Dyke's brother. Okay. Um. But yeah. That's but that's just, weird. Just things like that. Well, so anyway, there's been a lot of TV. Yeah. I mean this this show is kind of weird. Like like I mean it's yeah. like you it's, take it's a side character like, right? Yeah. It's, it's weird that it's so successful. Like that's the thing. And it won like, a lot of Emmys. Is it the most successful? No, spin-off? it's not. 
Oh, spinoff? I think so. I, I thought you meant like like sitcom. No, no, not TV show. Like just spinoff because it might. I guess be. would you count as like be. maybe the CSI or like like? Oh like, uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know, but sitcom spinoff, I think absolutely, because otherwise you got fucking Joey. Actually, Young Sheldon might sadly beat it out. I feel like I've, Young Sheldon. I've might. actually heard decent things about Young Sheldon. I just, I, I don't. I, I feel like in terms of, doesn't that always like sweep at the Emmys and shit like that? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Someone, someone looked that up. <laughs> someone well, looked that up. So I mean, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I mean, I guess we, it took us so long to describe what this show is. For those of you who don't know it, but it yeah. it, it takes. So there's a show called Cheers, which took place primarily in this bar in Boston. It has a bunch of characters, and this character Fraser Crane, Doctor Fraser Crane, is in, is introduced like in season like six or seven or something. Like it's it's a pretty late addition, but he is a you know a Boston psychiatrist, and he's very. I don't think I actually didn't get a chance to watch his Cheers episodes before this, but from what I understand, you know, he is kind of like a frou frou guy, but he's still pretty grounded. Like he goes there to hang out, he watches sports, he's eating the peanuts and drinking beers with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Cheers ended, and then like a couple of years later, I think only like two or three years later, that might be too long actually, but a couple of years later, they re- they have his own spinoff. This character Fraser becomes a star of his own show. He he moves back to Seattle where he's from. And he is forced to have his dad, a retired cop who was shot in the leg, move in with him. And it's, you know, and he has to have a live-in physical therapist. The dad needs a, phys- a live-in physical therapist, played Daphne Moon, who is a, who is a, a self-professed psychic, where you get to come some of that kooky, uh, kooky early 90s sitcom mm-hmm. aspect to it. You got Roz, Frazier's producer on his radio show, because he is now a radio psychiatrist, kind of like Dr. Phil, but on the radio and dr phil does show up in an episode and it says that they were they were colleagues um uh and then you also have other characters uh you have you have uh bulldog who is the 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 sports uh guy who comes on after um after frazier's show you have kenny the station manager eventually um you and you have you know characters like lilith who was from cheers who is his ex-wife um of course you have niles frazier's brother who is kind of the frazier of the show because he played niles is kind of again playing up frazier's frou-frou-ness um niles is a a psychiatrist a private practice psychiatrist who is a socialite because he's married to maris who is a very he's a she's a socialite millionaire mm-hmm. in seattle and you know this show kind of makes it seem like i mean i'm sure seattle is you know, i'm sure there's a really great arts and culture scene but it does play up the fact that there's a lot of fancy people in seattle there's a you know the opera and there's art galleries and there's waltzes and dances and fundraisers yeah. you know and uh but yeah it's it's a very fun show and um and surprisingly i guess we'll talk about it now but there's kind of cool menswear in the show yeah um again like i said earlier i thought that i wouldn't like it and i didn't for a while because i was very firmly esquire man and you know, I'd be like, oh, the, the, everything's too big, and, you know, the, the button sizes are low, but as I come back to it, I'm like, man, this is this is actually really good. Um, there's at least something to learn from it. Um, but I actually, so here I have an article from the LA Times in 1994, Whoa. and I can't, it does, it, it's kind of like an archival thing, so I don't really, it just kind of has like a summary. I don't know what else comprised it, comprised it or if there was actual... I mean, I'm, um, I'm, a sub, I'm a paying subscriber. Oh, I just mean like there's just it just gives, like the, the bullet points I have in the notes are literally what it has. I don't know how it oh. looked originally. It, you know, maybe it appeared on print as like a small paragraph. Hmm. 
but it's saying here, it's, uh, this is really fun, bearing no resemblance to the basic suit and tie kind of guy he was on Cheers, the new Frasier conducts his life in the kind of clothes his fellow barflies would never have understood. Expensive com- contemporary knits, geometric pattern vests, cardigans, and long sleeve polos dominate, um, but all, but drapey shirts and full-cut jackets also appear. The bottom line, Frazier is loose as in free. He's unattached, which is true because he moves back and he's, you know, all, his single life is a big part of the show. Um, for some trivia, Frazier wears strictly single breasted jackets, but his more neurotic and fastidious brother Niles, played by David Hyde Pierce, wears only double-breasted ones. Uh, trend watch Frazier, like other successful self-employed male professionals of the moment, at least in movies, fancies cashmere, the buzz fiber of the 90s, mm. and deep colors such as burgundy, charcoal, and teal. Um, when we were developing the series and describing his living room, we decided that Frazier would know what an Eames chair is and what a Vasily chair is. And our thought is that he'd also know who Giorgio Armani is, says pro- executive producer David Lee. Frazier's knits carry such labels as Donna Karen and Carol and Co., okay, from Beverly Hills, hey. and his sport jackets and suits are Giorgio Armani and Donna Karen. Shirt labels include Hugo Boss and Calvin Klein. So, what I, I, I've always kind of gathered this when I watch the show, but it does, like, Frazier is like a boulevardier, right? Like, he is, mm-hmm. he is not, he's a celebrity, but he's not flashy. He, he knows his stuff. He's a very cultured guy, you know, hey, maybe people would say he has very good taste, you know? And what's really cool is that, you know, when you watch the show, there's other characters wearing suits. This is the 90s. A lot of any kind of corporate character, whether it's like the random extras when he goes to the visit the station manager or people that he's, you know, conversing with in his highbrow society uh, colleagues or whatever, Frazier does kind of stand out. He has a very tasteful look. In the first couple of seasons, um, he does wear kind of Esquire Man stuff. He wears like a checked brown jacket with a like a bold pencil or Bengal stripe shirt with a crazy geometric tie and a waistcoat with like gray or dark brown trousers. And he does have his crazy like mullet hair. <laughs> but by season three or four, he like mellows out completely. Um, and, so, and, you know, season three and four is like when the show is like really, really good. Um, but he goes now to like a very sensible haircut. He wears dark jackets, but with dark shirts, like dark gray, dark blue, dark brown, with a very solid tie. You know, usually it's it's like black or navy or brown with like dark trousers and dark shoes. Um, and again, I don't know if this is because I'm watching it again. I am older. I'm living my life as close to Frasier as possible, but I literally dress like this now yeah. where like I wear my brown suits with dark shirts. I have thrifted these shirts. I, I, if you guys remember when I went to New York, the only vintage things I bought were vintage wool ties from the thirties that were like dark green, dark gray, dark, uh, or black. And i I feel good wearing it. I, I like Frazier's attire a lot. You know, mm. I, I don't know what do you guys what do you guys think of of Frazier's attire? Okay, I guess no, sometimes I thought... he does wear some geometric ties, but it's still with like dark shirt, dark dark jackets, dark jacket. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought it was I thought it was cool. I mean, um, I think I think he mostly covered it, but I also I think I also kind of went through a similar trajectory where the first time. Maybe you showed me the show. I was like, ah, this is just 90s stuff or whatever. Who cares? Um, but yeah, looking at it, there is a lot of uh, of cool stuff to appreciate. 
Um, I do like. I mean, I'm looking through the Imgur album right now. Um, I like his number of like brown check coats. Of course, that's those are always good. Um, I mean, I don't think I would necessarily wear a lot of the exact same outfits just because I would never wear ties of some of these patterns. Uh, yeah, some of those colors and stuff like crazy. that. Crazy. does like, wear those uh, those hidden button down uh, shirts, which are kind of a trend in the '90s. So it's like a point yeah. collar, but you know the buttons on the inside. But you know, it's like I don't know. It's nice to see jackets that like flatter the person wearing them. On, he is like, tall. A TV he's, show. He's, yeah. you know, and it looks really good on him. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and also like uh, the other thing I like are are David Hyde Pierce's like um uh, like uh, bold striped shirts. I guess yeah. like kind of the '90s where it's like either wide set. Um, or like a multi, like, like yeah, multi stripe yeah, like kind of stripes, multi stripe thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so Niles, yeah. So as Spencer says, like he wears basically the yuppie look, you know. It, it is meant to, he does have that, like you know, his hair is got that like middle part thing that you would see in like you know American Psycho. He he's like if he wore P three glasses, he would be like that guy completely. But yeah, he wears like these like low. A low buttoning DBs with yeah the striped shirts and everything and he also when he takes off he wears like those like Trafalgar or Albert Thurston like patterned uh, suspenders which mm-hmm. are really which are really really fun very 90s I love them I wish I had them and they're so expensive they're like a hundred bucks I mean I don't know if that's because they're vintage and they don't really make them anymore um, but they're they're really fun um yeah, sometimes they wear three-piece suits, sometimes they don't. But yes, Sp- Frazier is almost always single-breasted, you know, as, mm. a, as, a, as a contrast. Um, but, but yeah, MJ, what are your, what are your thoughts on the, on the Crane boys? The, the, the Crane duo. Um, a lot of uh, Earth Tones I'm into. Um, same thing with uh, shirt-tie pattern mixing. Um but yeah, it looks like a lot of stuff I I could see myself wearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I could, I could, I can see it. I mean, hell, I can see it. We do we have we talked about his like sweatshirt looks? He does that a couple times. Oh wait, wait yeah, where Fraser just wears like the knit polo. Is that there, what you're saying? Well, there's like that, or it's like they're you know very '90s kind of thing where he's just wearing like a like a like a champion sweatshirt mm. with oh yeah, um, with, like washed <laughs> jeans and stuff like that. Well, th- I mean, so th- the that episode on the looks show like something happened. Yeah, yeah. So so the show does. The clothes are very important, you know, and I think, you know, mm-hmm. Seinfeld has the same attention to clothes, um, but I think in a different way. Um, with, with Frasier, it's like, we you know, when they're normal, they're wearing the suit. So if they're if they're outside, if they're not wearing a suit, it's, it's it really does say something. You know, they have like their squash attire where they're wearing like the whites and the tennis sweaters and everything like that. Um, there's one really good episode where Frasier's <laughs> shorts shrink. And the, the whole thing is that I think they think that he's gay. Like, it's really weird, huh. but it's like, and it doesn't help that his shorts are really short. But, well, yeah, with, Fra- with Spencer, what you're saying is, like, you know, whenever Sp- Fraser is depressed, like, when he gets fired, when he gets broken up with or whatever, like, the next day, he is wearing a champion sweatshirt, <laughs> light-washed jeans, and, like, like new balances or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it really does signify that. And it's funny, because, like, now it's like, 
that's like a look, you know, like like and and like you, most people would see that and be like, that looks like a well put together gentleman, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's funny, like like uh, you know, looking at it now, where mo- most guys either dress one way or the other, but like I, even though I don't wear New Balance, like I still wear like light wash jeans and like my uh, canvas deck shoes and my. No, I mean, I do. Sweaters, I do that you know? all the time. I do. I do sweatshirts and jeans all the time. Um, it's a it's a it's a st- old standby. Yeah, I, um, it's, it's, it's so good. Like, yeah, the, the, there's something about like how he, they have something for every occasion. And that's kind of like a joke too, where like, whenever they're packing for something, like Niles has his own version of like the whole, um, what's his name? George Costanza, like, you know, dressing for different moods. Like there is something, yeah. I, I forgot what it was, but like, <laughs> it, it's, it's all, it's all in there, but there, there is a lot of attention to detail on, on the clothes and, even even Marty, the father, so the, the the dad wears like flannel shirts with like, you know, like like khakis, and he wears what the the mm-hmm. shoes are called Huckabees, which I can only presume are like some kind of like blucher shoe that is like crepe sold, and you know at what this one the episode where they they specifically talk about it is when it gets destroyed, and so he has to find a new one. And he hunts all the way over for these shoes, and they say that you can't. Um, she puts it in the microwave. In order to to warm them up, because I guess it, it it just gets like rained on, and he goes, "No, you can't do that because they're made of plastic and they'll melt." Mm. And so like there yeah. is like this kind of thing, you know. And and uh, but Marty, whenever he dresses up, he wears like his old like fifties fleck jackets. You know, it's, it's either that he has a fleck short jacket, or it's like a seventies, you know, like very plaid uh, sport coat, which is again mm-hmm. it's, it makes fun of because you know like oh yeah when he was younger you know when he was when presumably when Fraser and Niles were both like teenagers he'd be wearing like a seventies suit you know because um, we to- do get some flashbacks to them based on their clothes and the typography of the posters in the background it looks like it's the late sixties or early seventies yeah uh, and they're like school uniforms yeah the prep school stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know and uh Which they, are classic ivy i mean yeah. these are he's from he's from i mean i guess he's not from boston yeah he's but, from you know, seattle seattle he's from washington. seattle seattle yeah. washington yes yes i'm fraser but um you know uh boston that's kind of the ivy capital of the goddamn world so yeah boston at least yeah yeah lively <laughs> we gotta talk about that video people still we don't should know. talk about that video that's a yeah. great yeah. video um uh, what, what else uh so uh but not yes to go back to the whole like situation in this episode where niles uh when he gets divorced from maris all of his money's tied up with lawyers right so he can't afford his apartment he has to sell off some stuff so he has to live at, at like joe's apartments and it's one of those places that has like one of those like uh the hideaway beds what do you call it the uh Oh, the Murphy bed. Murphy beds. And so he, yeah. when when Frazier and the dad go to visit him, he's just there wearing an Aloha shirt and khakis because he's just given up, right? And that's that's funny, right? Again, another thing we're like, oh, that's such a look now. Aloha shirt, cat, big khakis, like, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But back then, that's like a sign of like, they're, they're out of their element, you know? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that. On the, on the flip side, what I love about the show is that you get a lot of black tie. And that's mm-hmm. something that, you know, and it's not like, you know... Uh, I guess Seinfeld has it, the episode where they go to the opera and they never give it, they're never able to get it or something like that. But in Frasier, they go to the opera quite a bit and, you know, they host dinner parties. So like you get to see them do black time multiple times. They go to the, uh, the CB awards, right? The broadcasting awards where yeah. know, there's black tie and, you know, not only on that, but you get to see Daphne and, and 
Roz get their own, you know, their own changes. They have their regular clothes, they have their, their work clothes, and you have the, the black tie stuff. You got Bulldog, you know, who, again, also has the Edgy Albert look. Bulldog, again, is the uh, the sportscaster guy. who You know, he's like the macho man. Um, and uh, he wears, like, rugby shirts and, like, flan- he wears, like, a polo shirt but with a with a with a thermal underneath, so it's like long sleeve, you see the Henley with it, you know, and when he wears like a, a tuxedo, he has, his waistcoat has like a design on it, because he's like, it's like, it's funny, but like, he doesn't care, you know, because like, it's just, yeah. it's just really weird. Um, but yeah, you get, you get a lot, you get a lot of that um, in in the show, you get everyone wearing their own stuff. Daphne has very Y2K stuff in later, ep- or like late 90s stuff, she's wearing like wedges and, and like floral skirts. Um, with her cool short hair and everything, I, I like I like I do like some of Bulldog's looks. Uh, with the like he has like an overshirt and stuff like that over like a red, like long sleeve sweatshirt or Henley or something that looks pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, the did you talk about his Looney Tunes vest that he wears with his that's, black tie? That's the, that's the one. Yeah, where it's like yeah, that's just weird stuff, you know. Yeah, that but that seems like that you know that seems accurate. That seems like that kind of that kind of guy. Um. Yeah, uh, Roz, Roz looks kind of cool. I like her. I like the the big Oxfords or whatever in the the pants. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Roz is uh, Roz is pretty hot. You know, what Roz. I'm saying? There's some. And hey, if you're a foot guy, you're gonna <laughs> like this Imgur album. There are. I just passed them. There you know, are. A okay, well, you know who's Roz who's features. really hot? I mean, I mean, um, is it the episode? Yeah, it, it's it's the the room service one where where Lilith looks really good, right? That's the oh, one where yeah, where 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 you realize, right, MJ, where Lilith, uh, her boyfriend has like left her or something, yeah. and then and then that's when when she goes over for dinner, like Fraser's like trying to like just get through it, and then yeah. she like takes off her coat, and he's like, "Whoa, mama," or yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> and then and then then she sleeps with Niles and then they have the whole bathroom thing and Niles gets narcolepsy and it's just it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> it's such a funny episode. Yeah, that, um, that yeah. was the last one I watched before coming on. Yeah, there's some there's some other stuff too. Like there's an iconic Niles T-shirt where it's it's Daphne and, and him like on, are surrounded by hearts, which is really cute. Yeah. Um, um, which um, which kind of echoes the Fraser and, and Lilith uh, thing from Cheers, where they're both wearing like. She's the captain. I'm the first mate, or whatever. Oh, that photo is so cool. Yeah, it's, um, like, it's iconic. The the, uh, the outfit that that Niles wears with the bird thing, where he's in the all white. Oh that, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Like I don't know. I think the bird adds a lot. I mean, to that's it, like that's like a really a... flowy like white shirt with the matching white pants. It's like oh man. I'm th- I think that episode is the one because uh, his air conditioning is dead, so he just has to mm-hmm. wear that. Like um, linen, all linen. Yeah, yeah. He does wear something similar in the episode where they go to Bur, Bur, uh, Belize. Uh, but what's funny enough is when they come back from that, there's Island Niles where he gets a goatee. Again, he wears the same Aloha shirt, but he wears it with shorts. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, uh, Island Niles don't wear no pants. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> again, it's really funny. Uh, uh, speaking of the effect of other characters, I mean, whenever they go out with their dad, to, like to go camping or when they go like to... Um, uh, there's one episode where they they do like a one of those like 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 ice fishing holes, you know, like they mm-hmm. like Niles wearing like like layers on layers of stuff. Um, whenever they go to the cabin, I like that they're wearing like flannels and like jeans, right? I think in the ski lodge yeah. they're wearing like sweaters and stuff, right? Um, uh, there's uh, Fraser. Whenever um, 
Cheers characters comes on the show. Like, I think Frazier's demeanor also kind of reverts back, which is something that the critics of the show kind of note, where, like, they, mm. the people do say that Frazier is almost completely different than he was on Cheers. Um, but you get spades of that when he gets to be a little bit more, like, you know, talking like the one of the boys and watching sports when, you know, when Woody, when Woody, Woody Harrelson's character comes <laughs> Woody on the Harrelson. show. And in that, in those scenes, Frazier doesn't wear a tie. He's, he has no, he has his shirt unbuttoned. And I think that's kind of, that's kind of telling of like, you know, oh, you know, he does, he does try and like fit in based on what, what people are, are wearing and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, again, you do get some, some more like casual stuff later on, like in other seasons, in, in the, the more mature seasons, like season seven through 12, um, Frasier, when he's like n- <coughs> not wearing like his suit, he is wearing like um like an o- like a suede overshirt, you know, and like a knit yeah. polo. Um, you have that. Uh, you also have um, Freddie, his son, who is usually in Ivy, which I guess makes sense if Lilith is still in Boston. His son would be mm-hmm. wearing like a Fair Isle sweater vest or or whatever. Classic. Yeah. Um, you also get a lot of dressing gowns in this because Frasier mm. is a man who has, again, wardrobe for everything, right? So when he's in between his suits and his pajamas, he has his dressing gown that he wears. Uh, and he has Gresham slippers because I'm looking at that photo right now. Which, again, is really um, cool. Um, I do like just... Yeah. I, I, I mean, obviously we like that, but it's it's not... I like the aspect of, yeah, just having having clothes for all occasions. Um, or it's like, you know, not, you know, like caring about what everything that you wear, even, even in your pajamas, which I don't even do. (laughs) I mean, I, I feel like, again, not to be like, I'm so Frasier, but they're like, I get when I'm home. And yeah. I, I shower, but I'm not changed yet. I will wear my I mean, jimbe, I, I will right? My my, I will my, say, my matching set as <laughs> my home attire. I would prefer if I had if I actually had like like multiple like matching pajama sets. I would probably wear those every day <laughs> because I don't like like I don't even like going downstairs to like cook breakfast or make coffee, just in my you know fucking Your pajama shorts clothes. and like my sleeping clothes. Like I prefer. To like take a quick shower or something and just like throw on jeans and an undershirt because that I don't know I don't like doing anything in clothes that I don't like so um, there you go I totally I I mean hell dude cinematic dressing and yeah and hot everything when everything's a hobby right like I'm I'm the same exact way well except mm-hmm. for me uh, a little personal like my, that doesn't start till I take a shower so until then I don't care <laughs> you know yeah. uh, but once I do it's like okay if I shower I'm I gotta put on something that I like. Well, see, you that's know? why I, like, start my day, like, with a shower most of the time. That's, like, one of the first things I do. Well, I go to the um, gym, so it's, like, it doesn't make sense to shower twice in a day, you know? Uh, so. you're, you're right. I gotta, I gotta, I can only shower after I've, uh, after I've gotten to the gym. After you sweat. Yeah. Or I have to work out, like, extremely late at night, because it, like, it's, it's, it's like, I, I wanna... Not to be weird, and I'm sure I've this before, but my whole thing is I want to be in my outfit... For the most amount of time of my day. So it's either I have to work out and then I wear the clothes the rest of the day, or I wear it until I absolutely have to work out and then I then I then I can uh I don't think it's I can't that go to the gym. Weird. Mm-hmm. It's also I mean it's it's efficient or it's like you know, like changing back and forth is more of a hassle. Yeah. It's like if you, if the whole thing is like, you know, like we said with the occasion thing, if I'm not really doing too much that day and my, my main joy is my clothes, it's like, yeah, why wouldn't I want to have a chance to wear it for as long as possible yeah 
any other thoughts on the uh, on the attire, MJ? Anything that you've that you've noticed while watching it? Um, in the few episodes, um, or well, like at least the staying at home one, he did have like where he was like cat sitting or something, where he was he was still wearing like parts of his outside clothes, but he just put on like a like a home sweater or like a home cardigan. Um, I thought that was pretty nice. I do that when it's cold in California. Wait, that, you're talking about the placeholder one where he's yeah, taking care of the cat yeah, and he yeah. has his... Yeah, where he, he, he comes home, takes off the, his coat and his jacket, and then he, like... And then puts on the car, puts the home on, guard again, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, hey, that's the one where he realizes he's going to turn into an old spinster yeah. and he has to go out on that so, date with the placeholder. Yeah. And, hey, talk um, about Mrs. Wright, or Miss Ms. Wright. Who wears a hey. white a white suit yeah. and she, and who, she's hot as hell. Yeah, who ends up leaving Seattle in the end, anyways? Because um, <laughs> Fraser, I it's just so. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that what do you do in that situation? Oh, there's, yeah, there's Especially, no, did you watch the placeholder no episode? There's no winning in that. Episode. I don't think I watched that one. No, that one. Okay, we gotta watch that like together because yeah. it is so. Funny. I I, I, um, I didn't watch the episode, but the like the the like sport vest sweaters um sweater vests were cool like the tennis uh oh yeah 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 type uh, speaking stuff. of sports i do like that when daphne's brother becomes a, like a guest star on the show you get the hooligan style where he's wearing like sambas and like mm-hmm. sweatpants mm-hmm. and and stuff and you know you get the they get the the bruv kind of stuff bruv. um but yeah um, I, I really not like necessarily that. about the atti- attire but i just gotta say these are some uh absolutely uh primo promo images yep primo promo oh yeah 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 like the yeah. all black one and the jeans one and the no i'm just saying like in terms of their poses and stuff like that oh oh you're yeah. like you know doing the Ooh, you know? and like a lot Posing of the, the ones where they incorporate props are all really good where sometimes oh, yeah. we'll just have like a giant pencil or something i don't know um, but the, the, it's uh, we got to recreate. The we we got to do the, uh, the the hypnotizing one. Or... Yeah, that's yeah. a really good one. I well, I mean, the thing is, I didn't actually. I was surprised. I didn't have to like screenshot a lot of episodes. They have promo images on Getty Images. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much of them. Like the whole my whole album is not that many screenshots. It's just stuff that's out there and available. Yeah, which I think is is really cool. I mean, people. I mean, maybe NBC just knew they had fire. You know, they just got to take so many photos of this stuff. Um, yeah, I ah, the I the show is so it's so good. I mean, there's a lot of I, I wrote down a lot of jokes about like that I have about um, like, like Fraser and clothes, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, like uh, here we go. Like Niall says, like. Like I would, but I, it's so it's happened so often. Like I find myself in, in in financial straits, deep financial straits. Look at this belt, Spanish leather, and <laughs> I actually don't know if Spanish leather is bad, but I guess based on the the on the intonation of his voice, it is inferior or something, or maybe yeah. like back then, like you would have wanted like American or Italian leather or something. There's prob there's just nicer leather out there, you know. Yeah, and he, okay, here's the one. Like I guess I could do it out of this dressing gown. Oh, but what if I'm wearing dark pajamas? Exactly, brother. Like that that makes sense. Yeah. You gotta have multiples. Uh, and there's the amount of clothes ones. I don't see how I can pare this down. I have formal, semi follow semi formal, dish wet weather, cold weather, cloudy. I mean, if, if there's anything you find here that's excessive, jump right in. Like I think that that's 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 again basically the 
the whole like mood thing that that George Costanza had, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of jokes about about Fraser wearing Armani suits. Um, there's uh, <laughs> is that bird nesting in my cashmere scarf? <laughs> you don't fold cashmere; you'll misdirect hmm. the nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, there's an episode where he it's new blazer day, and it's a very big thing, uh-huh. and. <laughs> like you know, Martin says you've been yakking about your blazer for weeks. Your new blazer's coming. It's Italian. It's hand stitched. It costs more money than my first car. He goes, yeah, well, it's expensive material. They have to find the exact type, a uh, right type of goat, and that's yep. you know, Vicuña right there. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just really, it's stuff that I would probably say <laughs> or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's even this thing about uh, oh, there's a wool that that man's wearing a wool a crepe hand tailored tuxedo, and Niles that tux is a blend and you know it, you know. So there's a lot of there's, there's a lot, a of, lot this, of jokes. Yeah, there's a lot of this you know referential stuff to you know very fancy jokes. It's not just about like again like Seinfeld's like oh you ever you ever notice about. <laughs> You ever notice about how the, the button... D- is that d- what Seinfeld sounds like? The high-pitched? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I Seinfeld. Or Curb, right, with the whole uh, zipper boner thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's an iconic thing. But but with Frasier, there's... There's, you know... There's a lot of it about, like, just, just the, the fact about wearing suits and being into suits. I wonder, is this what Christian Chensfold's thing, the whole We Are Our Failures, remember that? Like, the whole... the His, his book about the apocalypse... Where wait, people wait, what is yeah? What does that have to do with Frasier? Oh, the whole thing—it's—it's—it's—it's a, uh, the whole book is about, like it's menswear jokes. Oh, okay. You, you don't remember that? Oh, like, where... I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember the. Con- I thought that was. Uh, I did not remember anything about that. <laughs> oh yeah, no. The guy, the creator of Ivy Style, wrote a book. Uh-huh. It's like a short fiction book, and it's about two guys talking about the apocalypse. But they, it's. Apparently, there's a whole bunch of clothing jokes in there. It's like stuff like this, and I don't think that trans. I mean, maybe we should just buy it with the Patreon money, which is like it's like twenty bucks, and like we could, we do, could do a live just reading read of it. it. <laughs> sure. Chat GPT it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Before we close out, you guys remember? You guys see the episode where Fraser has to compose his the, yes. the theme song yeah, to I his TV. You've shown you've shown that to me in the past. I definitely remember that one. That is so. It's so good. Frazier, have you heard of the concept <laughs> less is more? Ah, but if less is more, think about how much more more is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I did write an orchestral arrangement of our theme song for our music episode. So uh, I definitely know what that feels like. Um, but yeah, there's there's something here about how, like, you know, Frazier is... He's a consumer of the arts. He can, you know, and... He's not an artist himself, although he does play the piano. He, I guess, likes poetry and everything. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this is, I like, you know, this, this idea of someone being high cultured, but not necessarily working within the arts itself. That He is not a fine artist, but he still knows enough to do it as like a hobby, you know, he likes well, to go course, to museums. Rich people are the only ones that can afford to the time, yeah. as a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. And they have the time for it. But, uh. Uh, does that mean I'm rich? No. <laughs> yes. Well, you, do you live I, in the apartment from Fraser, which is crazy? I would love that apartment. That apartment is yeah, not only is there. Actually, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know. But you guys know like, that the view like doesn't exist. Like, it's, yeah, it's, of course it's, not. Well, but like, like it's taken from like, like, like a mountain or something or whatever. Yeah. But like, you can't. 
you you could not have that there's view no anywhere yeah. in Seattle. Yeah, there's no building. But but man, that apartment like just everything is like I like I think that that the um you can always tell when you know things are dated by and I'm sure the feature has some dated some dated aspects. It does look kind of like highbrow 90s, but I think that it does it kind of feels timeless, you know? Like it's like Friends is kind of timeless too because it's like it's like very like kooky eclectic stuff that kind of fits in today with like the whole TikTok fun yeah. thing. But I do think that Frasier and maybe I maybe I just like it because of Frasier, but I, think, I like the the well, the, the, no, the sway. I was gonna say like like the like the Eames chair, the bookshelf, the the suede couch, you know, and the I don't I probably wouldn't have carpet everywhere, yeah, but the piano is there, you know, like come on, I think it's really good. I don't know, what do you think? I was gonna say I think you're just saying that because you like the show. I don't know. I like I I still think it's funny, but I watched it and it is like I don't know. It's a it's a show from the '90s and it's about people working in radio, which isn't a job anymore. So yeah. that's that's my argument. But I I agree that it is a funny show. I I like it a lot. I mean, I was just I just mean like the, the apartment's timeless. Oh okay. Yeah yeah I guess the apartment. Yeah, the art on there. I'm I'm looking at the yeah. thing right now. Like I would have all of these pieces mm-hmm. if I could. It's tasteful. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the show itself does feel like. I mean, it, it, I don't know what you could do. To, I mean, I guess here's the thing. So when I was talking with with my with my friend John, and and, and uh-huh. my John is a is a filmmaker of sorts, and uh, he likes to make passion projects. I was like, you know what? In the spirit of Wang Fu videos, and, and at the time, Wang Fu, for those of you who don't know, Wang Fu is an Asian American media company, <laughs> um, and they, they make like sketches and, and short series, and one of them was called Yuppie, or sorry, Yappy, which was uh, about like young Asian professional. That's, that's what, like a yap. That sounds bad. Yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, it was about like where, where Phil plays like this character, and you know, it's, it's supposed to kind of capture like the late 20s feeling of, you know, being a young Asian professional, working in business, not being satisfied with your life, etc., and and everything. And I was like, you know what? What if like if I had a show and I wanted to do something that I uh, had felt and, and had come, you know, that that felt applicable to me, would it not be something like Frasier? And I go, well, imagine if you were an influencer and you had a podcast where people call in for advice. <laughs> And, you know, and we live in L.A. and, you know, Hassan is a streamer and he bought like a million dollar house. So wouldn't it be natural if there, if there was a sitcom, you could do this show again <laughs> and make it about show. a pod, make it wouldn't a podcast. It, what studio is going to be brave enough to make a show about the America's true minority podcast hosts? Yeah. Who are very fancy and like wearing suits all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Protected class, please. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, I'm a person of clout. POC. Yeah, that's fine. That's me. I'm a podcast of cloud, podcaster of cloud. Yeah, bipoc. <laughs> I have a bi- bipod. I have two podcasts. So yeah, I'm a bipod. bipod. <laughs> well, yeah. the here's the thing, guys. We're gonna have to revisit this episode because in a couple of months we're gonna get the Frasier reboot, and we're gonna have to compare that's and see right. what Frasier will be wearing in 2022. Uh, you know, I wonder if they're going to keep his attire, if they're going to give him some slim fit suit and brown, <laughs> light brown shoes. In my head, 
Frazier would not do that because he would have known that that's a trend and he would... He I would think stick. they're absolutely going to give him that, though. Yeah, they're going to make him wear what uh, John Malkovich wore in uh-huh. in Space Force. where he, Because he's a very fancy intellectual guy, he's going to wear some, like, crazy... He's going to look like Hannibal. Peak lapel, slim fit suit, like, gingham shirt, and, like, a crazy paisley tie. Uh, do you think they're going to give him some, like, weird sneaker? like? Uh, oh, no. I, I swear to God. The top is the loafer, the bottom is the gum sole. And it's Ugh. like two-tone because that means it's fancy. That's bad. I wish I tried to look up Frasier reboot photos and very smartly they have not released any uh, set photos of this reboot. The, the um, only photo that they have is just that one picture of Brendan Frasier as the whale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the um, that's the only photo that I am from Frasier. I for, you know, and sometimes I forget yeah. that Kelsey Grammer is a uh, Republican Christian guy. No, of course. Have the photo of him wearing a T-shirt that says "Hey liberals, would you like an abortion if I did it with a gun or something?" Yeah, and he he stars <laughs> in the movie. Such a funny, like what, like I think I'm getting the phrase wrong, but it's still something along those lines. It's pretty crazy. Was, I'll, look, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Right? There's Look also the up. photo of him. This is not a right-wing Republican thing, but the other iconic photo of Kelsey Grammer is the one where he's completely naked after being squirted with a stinky skunk. Yeah. He's eating a, he's he's eating a salad with his family, naked at the table. That fucking dirty bird. Did they remove it? I can't find the Fraser. Oh yeah, here we go. Would it bother? Would it bother us more if they used guns? Abort73.com. Uh, and he did. He did uh, star in a in a show, a movie called The Jesus Revolution. Oh, and you know he was also he's been in a couple right wing movies. He was in what the fuck is that movie called? It's some movie. It's an Amer. It's an American Tale. That's what it is. I think it's an American Tale, but not the one about mice or American yeah. Carol. That's it. American Carol. So he plays like like General MacArthur or something in that one, but it's a it's this parody of a Christmas Carol, but instead of Scrooge, it's like Michael Moore, and they teach him to love America. Yeah, yeah. They, he shoots down a bunch of uh, ACLU lawyers. <laughs> he kills a bunch of ACLU lawyers in the movie. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Grammar uh, supported Ben Carson for can- for candidacy. <laughs> That's like. Just a weird choice, honestly. Like, uh, I don't know if it's Mitt necessarily... Romney. I mean, Ben Carson believes some wacky, probably evil stuff, but that's just a weird choice, honestly. And R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, in 1988, Grammar was arrested for possession of cocaine. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, he yeah. was... Uh, wasn't he, like, drunk in half the episodes? Yeah, there was something about how he was, like, someone was saying that he was so good that he would show up to set drunk, snap into the Frasier persona character, and then as soon as they were cut, he'd just go right back to drinking, baby. Like, he just, mm. which I guess, hey, professional, Consummate but, you professional. know. professional, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I had one more thing about Kelsey Grammer. Um, damn it, I totally, it's going to come to me. Maybe I'll put it in the He's blog Frasier. post. Frasier. Yeah, Frasier. Frasier. I'm Frasier. Right. 30, 30 rock um 30 rockefeller center yeah i mean do you remember how he did the, the ad for dr pepper ah dr pepper dr. no yeah he, it was like a, i'm a doctor and i endorse dr pepper oh i do like remember that. that actually yeah i do remember those dr pepper ads how about Whoa. dr peeper in 2016 grammar says 
<laughs> the person I admire, I admire most is Vladimir Putin because he's so uh-huh. comfortably who he is. <laughs> oh man! But Ellie, hey, he is, he's a uh, he's pro uh, pro uh, same sex marriage. So I thought you were I gonna just... say pro slavery. For a second, <laughs> oh shit! Way who 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 was that? I mean, Matt good Walsh said is... that recently. Yeah, where he's all like, imagine like where we would be if we didn't have slavery. Uh, maybe a better world, brother. Come on. Um, well, no, he was doing, he was doing some like weird fucking, like, you know, you talk about how you hate hypothetical situations. He was doing, his argument was that theoretically, like, no, he was, his argument was that if slavery didn't existed, that means the entire course of human history would be so different that there's a chance that you personally, the recipient of this message would not have been born. And that, at that point, you're like, we're getting into fucking, we're, we're quantum leaping over here. That's <laughs> yeah. so fantasy well, argument. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Well, the reason why I uh, I brought up the whole thing is because, like, Frazier and Niles are, like, liberals. I mean, they're, like, liberal elitists, but they are, like, you know, they're all for their local bookstore. There's an episode where, like, they, they protest tearing down of their bookstore, but then it comes out that Niles own stock in the company that's tearing it down um there's that whole quote of like i'm i'm uh pro opera and i vote yeah. and I, that's kind of like well none of none of those none of those things that you've said they're like liberal coded but none of them are technically no okay well, okay position. so in one of the first but seasons I know, in the show they are canonically liberals they are no well they, they, yeah. they do it because in one of the first seasons like there is a there's a character um that it's like about endorsing someone for 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 mayor of Seattle or something like that, and the dad really likes this guy, and they bring out that that the, the character that the dad likes, the candidate that the dad likes is like right wing and and old school and, and a racist, and you know, and and, and Frazier wants to support the, the you know the, the the good one, and the unfortunate part is that the candidate that Frazier likes believes he was abducted by aliens, uh. and Frazier can't endorse him because. It, he would get disbarred, right, for endorsing yeah. a, you know, a, a, a lunatic or whatever. But yeah, that, I think that's what canonizes it, where they have that episode where they disagree with their dad about politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's us. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Uh, I get a vanilla latte, henceforth known as The Usual. Uh, the yeah, there is an episode where they go try at different coffee pl- uh, places because they don't, the uh, Cafe Nervosa kicks them out. And uh, they go to a place where it's very clearly kind of like a Starbucks thing. We're like, I'll have a large. Like, oh, we don't have a large. We have like a jumbo. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Is, is a jumbo, is a jumbo like closer to a small? And he goes, oh, actually, it's close to like a, a like Phil's coffee, you know, huh. grande. He's like, okay, okay. I, I think I can know. So it's like, okay, give me three quarters of a cup of a jumbo and put in. And it's, it's just really, it's just really funny stuff. Yeah. And again, you don't get that with Big Bang Theory because all you got is it's it's Comic Tuesday, whatever you know. We need to have more shows like Frasier, please. A little, a little Frasier for the fellas, please. Frasier yeah, for the fellas. Frasier for the F for the F's. We could do a Mad Men episode. I think that's my Frasier. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we'll that's we'll all Frasier. get a chance to watch our 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 favorite pieces of content. What's next? Yeah. Watching what? <laughs> that's one... my favorite piece of content ever, honestly. What's what's MJ's watching One Piece? Yeah, we're going to we're going to watch a thousand episodes <laughs> oh, no. of One Piece, guys. Oh man. I mean, there's the how about the Menswear of Death Note? 
for like what the, oh. the detectives and who else just in light um, hey it. like i said light yagami wears the you know the uh like a like a reptile and oh yeah do you think that l is wearing a long sleeve velvachine t-shirt yeah. you know and his, hey. his like wrangler jeans Wrang- <laughs> um but yeah uh i hope you guys enjoyed this dive into the crane boys and we did dive 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 is that what Frazier would say? If, yeah, on a submarine. If he was, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you guys enjoy this, you know, all the photos and a little write-up about my personal thoughts on Frazier will be found on the blog at littlebitofrest.com. Uh, but yeah, this, this is the podcast. If you guys want to talk to us about it directly, uh, and maybe, hey, maybe we'd have a say in future ideas for for episodes and, and meet some other cool, like-minded people, you can go to patreon.com slash direction. $5 a month gives you access to our Discord, where this is all happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and you also get access to our backlog, our immense, immense backlog <laughs> of bonus episodes where we talk about stuff like, I guess, Spencer's New York trip and movies that we've yeah. watched. This was almost going to be a bonus episode, but I thought it was just too good to to leave out because I think everyone should hear the gospel of Frasier, the Frasier revolution, yeah. if you will. And also, of course, into the Tummyverse. <laughs> into the Tummy. That's right. Well, that was the first. The, the, In fact, Spencer, if this was a bonus episode, the entire fifteen minutes would just would be, be about the, into the Tummyverse. <laughs> yeah, so you would win. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Ten dollars a month gives you access to both of those things, and you get the added bonus of. MJ thanking you. So, MJ, who are we thanking? We are thanking our sad cast fanatics, Shane Curry, Philip Gregard, Jared Colian, Henrik Goldberg, Austin Malott, and Alexander Batten. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, if you can follow me at on Instagram. <laughs> at Instagram? Yeah, I, I'm In, at Instagram. Uh, uh, you can follow me at Ethan M. Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO. And I'm at IAMJ. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys next time. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.